You found us. I'm Pam. And I'm Antoinette. And we're here to create a space for our listeners to hear all about our journey through life as 20-something and 30-something years old living in this crazy world. This is a place where you can expect to hear about things like dating, spiritual growth, self-care, and anything else you want to hear about. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at empathyandcoffee.podcast and let us know what you want to hear on future episodes. Alrighty, so let's dive in. Um, I know last episode we talked a little bit about dating. We covered the five love languages quiz. Um, I believe Antoinette wanted to share her results today after retaking the test for the second time. What were your results, girl? Yes. Uh, cool. So yeah, I, I basically retook the test after like four months at least. Um, so yeah, so I'll just start, start top bottom. So my uh, top was 33% and it was acts of service. Uh, 30% quality time, 20% physical touch, 17% words of affirmation and 0% receiving gifts. Wow. <laughs> Did I hit that on the nail or what? I, I mean, like, <laughs> no, I mean, like, so, like, I almost wanted to retake it because of that 0%, but in reality, like, I think it really is, you know, accurate. Like, I have a really bad habit of, like, buying the things that I want when I want it, um, which probably isn't, like, the healthiest thing for, like, my bank account, but um, <laughs> it's, it's true. So, yeah, so I wasn't disappointed in it. Um, were you surprised at all or? No, I think based (laughs) off our discussion last time, I think that, you know, your results definitely describe what it is that, you know, how your love speaks, right. And like what you want, um, and don't want, right. Like you, you don't really want the gifts because you can do it yourself. But then I know there's a party that's also open to it if it happens. But then at the end of the day, knowing that you can do it for yourself, is what matters to you so that's why that got zero percent and that's okay everybody's results are going to be different yeah cool um and we want to know what what you guys got so if you've taken the five love languages quiz we want to know your guys's like top from top to bottom so feel free to drop us a message leave a comment on instagram um I don't know comment on the podcast if there's commenting on podcasts I don't know but <laughs> let us know we're, we're interested to see what everyone else is getting out there yeah definitely um on that note uh for today's topic we are actually going to talk about spirituality and religion um but before we dive into that uh, we also have a special guest which I'll introduce later but We do want to introduce um, a new ongoing segment that we're going to start um, utilizing something called the and cards. So for those who do not know what that is, let me kind of give you guys a little bit of a backstory. So there's this company that I came across on Instagram called The Skin Deep, um, and they created an interactive documentary project called The Ands, which had then led to these cards being made that pretty much helps you spark intellectual conversation. So in other words, it'll help you ask questions that you've been burning to ask somebody. Um, And the type of cards they have, they have like couples edition, dating edition, friends edition, and so much more, even self-care ones, which is really awesome. Um, So if you guys haven't looked into this, I definitely recommend it. But again, I'm doing this podcast with my best friend. So what better way than to introduce these cards than pulling a card at the end of every episode um, just to kind of share a little bit more about our friendship. Um, But on that note, um, I would love to kind of pass it off to you, Antoinette, um, as we kind of dive into our topic here and learn a little bit more about your views on spirituality and religion. All right, so spirituality versus religion, that's the topic of today. I think, um, or actually, Pam, I know you and I, you know, as much as we love each other, I know that we have a lot of different views on how we move about the world and even just, like, how we grew up and stuff. And I know for the past couple of years, religion for you has 
become such a big part of who you're growing into and a part of your healing and development um, as has spirituality been for mine, right? Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I do want to ask is, um, or to bring to the table today is what the differences are between spirituality versus religion, right? Uh, So for example, like I was born into a Catholic family. I'm technically still Catholic. I was baptized when I was like two Filipino families, right? Um, But I don't practice Catholicism. I practice things on a more spiritual level, which we'll dive into later. So I do just want to take some time to discuss, you know, your views on spirituality versus religion. But also, I know we have a cool guest today. Um, Pam has uh, invited her boyfriend, Josh, to join the discussion today. Um, Josh, say hi. Hey there, everyone. (laughs) My name is Josh. So I will say for, oh God, how long have I known you? I want to say I've known Josh, I've known Josh longer than I've known Pam. And I've known Josh longer than Pam has known Josh because they met because of me. <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, I want to say that I've known Josh for like eight years. I think uh, we, we met through um, some people. But yeah, I've known Josh for about eight years. And I think ever since I've you know met him, he's always been someone that I looked at as um, who was really heavily involved in Christianity and really involved in the Christian community. Um, and so we're bringing him on the show today just to talk about some of his views um, around how he views religion versus spirituality, but also um, his take on how it contributes to his well-being. Exciting. But before we kind of bring um, Josh on to to pick his brain a little bit about that, I wanted to really just break spirituality and religion down to its core before I really dive into how I see each one. So when you think of religion and you think of spirituality, at least for me, um, I feel like that starts with the four with four questions, right? Um, One of those questions being, you know, asking, who am I, right? Um, What do I want? What is my purpose? And what is the meaning of life, right? I think that is something that you really have to think about before you really dive into religion or spirituality. You really have to kind of, you know, ask yourself those four questions. I call them the four true to you questions. Um, But with that, how I, you know, I'll just, you know, I've actually born and raised. Um, I grew up um, in a Baptist church. Uh, I was baptized a little later in life, um, around, I want to say 12 or 13. But at that time, you know, I was that kid that didn't really know what was going on. Like, okay, I, I believe, you know, in God, but at the same time, I don't know what that means for my life, right? Um, and so I never really took it seriously, to be honest. But, you know, as I got older and, you know, life happened, I've, I've gone through different experiences. Like I had to ask myself those four questions that I just mentioned, which really led me to the point of, you know, saying yes to God. And, you know, I ended up going to a church um, through some local friends. And from there, you know, my spirituality with Christianity um, or my religion, excuse me, and Christianity actually just grown from there. But um, just to kind of explain how I view each one. um, So religion to me at its core is about faith, right? Um, It's that is to say you believe in something um, based upon unconditional acceptance of um, our religion's teachings, right? How, how I view spirituality is it, it doesn't necessarily dismiss faith, however. Um, it often leans more heavily on direct experience of the soul. Um, and, you know, I'll let Antoinette kind of dive into what that means, right? Um, and that could be anything from like, you know, meditation, yoga, um, tarot, right? So th- that's kind of how I view um the two but then i also believe that in some way shape or form they intertwine uh but i do want to turn it over to you again antoinette um just to kind of explain um you know what your thoughts are 
um, on the two before we bring on Josh? Yeah, so um, I think our views aren't too different from each other. So the way I would explain it, right, um, just because I know when I talk to people, I always like to say that I'm more spiritual than religious. And then you always get someone who's like, what do you mean? Um, and so the way I like to explain it is, um, so like I said, even though I was born into a Catholic home, um, my family are like, go to church on Christmas day. And when someone dies kind of Catholics, you know, um, not to call my family out or anything, but let's be real. Um, <laughs> but we were like, never really raised on the principles of Catholicism or like getting our communion, um, or even like certain prayers, like doing the rosary and like taking part of things like Ash Wednesday, like we were never part of that. Like my sisters and I never really were brought up in like that type of a setting. And so when I think of religion, I think of it as like, as like more of a community of like a system of, of a belief system, right? It's like a communal belief system, um, that practices things kind of like together. So if you think of it as like a way of introspection, but from out word in I'm sorry yeah from outward in so bringing like whatever your belief system is but taking outside influences mm -hmm. that makes sense right um with spirituality like I jumped into the spirituality side of myself like maybe I don't know like six years ago and I wish I had like a cool reason of like why I even decided to get into it um but in reality I think the what drove me towards it was like I was going through it, you know, like I felt like it hit rock bottom and I needed something to believe in. Um, and I went inside myself. So <laughs> that sounds so weird, but I like went in internally into my intuition. Um, and then from there, just like all like my world literally blew up. And so the way that I would, I guess, describe spirituality is that it's more of an individual way of seeking your truth as opposed to seeking your truth by turning to your community. Does that make sense? I hear you. Right. So I feel like, like, for example, like, yes, I am really spiritual in a sense of I do meditations uh, to spend time with myself to really dig deeper. Um, I practice manifestation uh, which could also argue, arguably, you know, be seen as praying, like people pray to God, right? I manifest the things that I want. I put my things out there so the universe could hear me, you know, and re reflect that energy back. So, yeah, so I think like the fine line between, you know, spirituality and religion, like, at least as of right now, I feel like with religion, there's like a certain dogma that's followed, right? Like you follow the Bible, uh, Jesus, God, whoever you praise to. I think with spirituality, it's a lot more individual work. Um, and that's honestly probably why I prefer it, because I don't feel obligated to like have to do things on a consistent basis like I'm the most inconsistent person I know <laughs> so yeah so I I think that's kind of like where that fine line is is like because spirituality at least for me is a lot more introspective than it is communal um I think that's what works for me so I don't know if that makes sense to you Pam it makes sense thank you so much yeah. for sharing um, on that note, I definitely want to now turn the questions over to you, babe. Um, and I'll kick off the first question. But first, before we continue our conversation um, with spirituality versus religion, um, share a little bit about yourself, like, you know, who you are, where are you from? Um, yeah. Give us all the details. All right. Um... <laughs> As they mentioned, my name is Josh. Um, but the funny thing about that is that my actual name is Josue. Um, my parents are both Mexican. Um, they came here as immigrants and they raised us. They did, I think they did a, a amazing job raising us now that I look back. Um, I 
I grew up in the church since I could remember. I believe one of my uncles started going to church first, and then uh, he was active in the church. And so he got my mom to start going, and then we started gradually going. And so I grew up in the church. I wouldn't say I was a believer throughout that whole time. Um, for me, I, I think in that I started having a relationship with God at the age of 18 or so. And, and what I mean by relationship is just basically I was practicing it. So I was practicing what I was preaching. Um, I, I think that there's so many people now that they'll, they'll say they are Christian by association. Uh, they're, they're religious by association. They, they go to church because, you know, their parents go or just, just because I guess I believe. Um, but I don't think that there's many people who I guess practice what they preach. Um, and so I, for me, that transformation happened when I was about 18. Um, I heard what they call the gospel, uh, loud and clear, I believe for the first time since, and I've been going to church for for six plus years, but at the age of 18, that's when it hit. Um, they do this thing, and I don't know if, if they do it at, in, a, uh, in the Catholic church. Uh, I remember my parents used to be actually Catholic um, when I was younger, but I don't remember much. So um, at the end, you know, when, uh, when he was giving his sermon, uh, the pastor, basically, he, he tells people to make a decision, basically. Um, and then I guess by them going up to the uh, altar, that's like how they confess to people that uh, they are a believer, right? And so I didn't follow any of that. I actually was just sitting there and I actually just made a decision on my own to just, hey, like, you know, if, if God is real, like, I, I want to I wanna see where this leads to. Um, I want to read the Bible for myself and not have a mm -hmm. pastor uh, preach it to me. Um, and so that's when that whole journey happened. And after that, it was, it's uh, like you said, um, I believe you known me when I was going to church. Yeah. I was heavily active. Yep. Um, I was actually a youth leader for a while, um, and I was given a group of youth to lead, uh, and it was just a fun experience. Uh, now I would say um, I'm just more, through, I guess you could say, in in the aspects of my religion, I guess you could. So yeah. Are, so you you said your parents started as Catholics. Are they still Catholic or are they Christian? Uh, my mom would say she's a Christian. Uh, my dad, I'm not sure. Uh, he does go to church with my mom occasionally. Yeah. But I, I don't know for him. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that you said that now you are you're more free with your religion. Can you dive into that a little bit more? Like, what do you mean by free within your religion? Is that are you saying like? You don't really read the Bible. Or are you saying that you do? You, you look at it occasionally. You're not as invested as you were before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Got it. So what I mean by that is, um, like Antoinette said, uh, when it comes to religion, you have this stigma of, you know, you, you gotta do certain things, uh, follow certain rules, and and that was me too. Like I used to think that too, because growing up you hear that like you, you go to church you hear that like oh stay away from this uh or stay away from doing bad things uh certain mm -hmm. things are looked upon uh, certain things are looked at upon as in a scale more bad than others and yep. and so for me when when i started reading the bible that didn't make sense to me um because um the the bible split up into uh two sections, the, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, and so the Old Testament is basically talking about God and who he is and, and how he's supposed to send a savior. Mm -hmm. uh, the cool thing is that thousands of years later, um, people are still writing about it. And, and so the New Testament comes, comes with, uh, you know, Jesus in the picture, right? And, and 
the cool thing about Jesus is, is what I found so astonishing about it is the fact that whatever, like, whatever, I guess you can say, back in the day they were called Pharisees, people who knew the Bible in and out, um, they would be, some of them would probably be called pastors, priests uh, now, but um, what would happen is they would always try to catch Jesus, like, like, off guard, always, like, you know, if, if Jesus would be uh, uh, hanging around with hookers, they'd be like, he's hanging around with hookers. Like, right. there he is. like I thought you said he was sinless. Um, and and he would he would uh, say some of the craziest things like, yo, like, like if you are without fault, cast the first stone. And and I'm just kind of like, whoa, like, okay. Um, and and so the cool thing about the New Testament is that now Jesus is saying like yo like I'm I'm here so that you don't have to live up to those expectations. Yeah. I'm here that so so by by me like you know by me and believing in me like you don't have to meet those expectations like I I've, I've already met them for you right. Um and and so with that like that leaves you with two different I guess um uh, ways that you can interpret it like you can go ahead and say like yeah like um i'm gonna believe in jesus and and what he says is true and so therefore i have to follow these rules or you can say like yo jesus already did it all like even though i'm you know as as you may know as you can look to pam and she can look to you like we're, we're all built differently and we all have faults we all have vices we have things that we struggle with Mm -hmm. certain things that maybe we just can't let go um and and for me i look at it and think like okay like i have someone who's like okay you know what um you don't have to you don't have to carry all that guilt all that shame just in your shoulders like you know i already did it for you and so for me i i have more freedom in the sense of saying like there's there's certain things that i don't believe in in a in a church building um okay certain things that they that's do that's really interesting yeah, yeah. Certain that is things so that they, interesting yeah because when i do. think of religion or the practice of religion i think of like having to go to like church and you can only do church in church like you know yeah, and, like, yeah. catholic church like if y'all ever been to a catholic church <laughs> i have three hour catholic mass okay like I need to be very careful about what I say because I don't want to knock, but also like I'm being completely honest. Like it's like a two hour mass of like sit down, kneel, stand up. Mm -hmm. And yeah. half the time I don't even understand. And I don't know if anyone else understands what's going on. Right. Yeah. So I think of religious practices, like that's the first thing that comes to mind because that's what was engraved into my head when I was a kid of like mm -hmm. having to go to Christmas mass or go to mass, you know, when someone passes away. So I'm really happy that, like you said that, you know, it's not tied to a church that definitely mm -hmm. opens up perspective. Yeah. And, and, and even on that note too, like, you know, this is something that you've shared with me recently. It's just like, you know, you don't necessarily like have to go to a church because of like, pastor right like you're going for that like community aspect because you guys all believe and you're and you're growing you know it like in christ or with christ like in that community but i also kind of what you touched on is like at least for me and how i practice like i'm reading the bible for myself right like yes i love going to church in that community build like the people that i've met that are just so genuine and so kind but at the same time they have like you said everyone has their own faults everyone is built differently right um and sometimes as people come into a church a certain way when they don't live that way or they're not that way right but and that's not to fault anybody but at least for me i you know i have like my own issues and i i seek god mm -hmm. and my relationship with god for me right like i don't i don't do it for anybody else and that's something that i i really want to make clear to our listeners too it's just like it ties back down to those four questions you know what I mean? Those true questions for you is like, you know, for me, I want to make sure I'm on the right path, right, in what I'm doing. And for me, you know, praying and and like, you know, listening to worship music, worship music and reading the Bible and understanding, you know, who God says I am. Like I to my I think to myself, like I I know I'm probably not gonna be able to live up to every single thing. 
that's in the Bible, but at the same time, like it does help me stay true to being who I am in my heart, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I do believe that there's a piece of God in everybody. And I think that's where, you know, the greatness, you know, comes from. But again, that's that's my view. Um, and just to kind of bring it back to you, Josue, um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, like scripture, like how, like, is there anything with scripture that you would, you know, that you question that you fully stand and live by? Um, and then also talk a little bit about how spirituality and religion kind of intertwine. Mm. Or, or how they differ. Like, yeah. How okay. they, because mm -hmm. I think there's, like I said earlier, that there's like that very fine line between like mm -hmm. being spiritual and yep. or like, like woo woo and then being like, Hello, like yeah, you know, yeah. Religion, yeah. You know yeah. like so yeah. I'm curious to hear like if you view spirituality and religion as one and the same, or are mm. you looking at it as like religion on one side and then spirituality on the other? Let's see. Okay, so uh first off with scripture, I I think the one thing that always just trips me out about scripture is just the fact that uh I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, you guys are, are broadcasting to a wide audience. And so um, a lot of people, what they misinterpret about scripture is is the fact that, like, they take it as it is as they read it, right? Mm. And, and a lot of it, just like anything, like you're reading a book, uh, let's say you write down this whole podcast, like certain things are meant to be in context, right? And I think that's that's the one thing that amazed me about scripture is that growing up, I just thought that you read it and it's just kind of like, yo, like you take it for what it is. And and so for me, after just realizing about um, they have this term in 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 a church called theology. Right. And so theology is just the study of scripture. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what happens in theology is like you're you're basically uh, researching all the scripture that has to do with uh, a certain, uh, I guess, idea or, or subject, right? Mm -hmm. And so the best answer for that is to gather up all those scriptures and say like, okay, what is what does scripture say about this? And that's that's basically what it is. So it, it's going to go down to that. And so, for instance, um, um, let's see, what's one that I can think of right off the bat? Um, one thing that just really, uh, I guess, throws me off is let's just say even, even like to the beginning of, of the Bible, right? The beginning, Genesis, Genesis, right? Um, I'm not sure if, if you're familiar with that, but in the beginning, it just said that, that God created all these things, right? Okay. Um, so one thing that always trips me off about that is is like the story of Adam and Eve, um, where where it says that the serpent um, started talking to Eve. And, and so once you said, what's the one thing that scripture just kind of blows your mind is that part is, I mean, there's there's some other cool things in there and stuff like stuff that you wouldn't think that the Bible will talk about, but that always blows my mind that um, because you start to think like, damn, like, do, did the serpent really talk to Eve? Like, or or how did that conversation go go about? Like, you know, um, or like. So I'm gonna ask like a really naive question. Um, again, like this is coming because it's like I obviously I'm not deep into religion or the Bible. So with so many um, the different versions of the Bible are called. Is it the New Testaments? Is that is that what it's called? Like test yeah, no, no, no. So no. Um, it's like the, the book of yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. different versions. The different versions mm -hmm. are uh, the the people who uh, I guess you you can say that they produced it. I see. Okay. So yeah. how do you know which one is like correct? <laughs> like and and that's that's heck of funny because that's another thing that you jump into once you start like like reading the bible for what it is is like you start reading like let's say for instance so let's say let's let's hold all christians accountable and let's say that you know you believe in god and who he says is real right um in the bible and psalms it says that that the word of god lasts forever right 
so so how do we know uh that the bible is god's word right so you, mm -hmm. look, you look down to the manuscripts of when they were written so on and so on but the only problem with that is that if you look at when they were written right you only have so many languages you only have back mm -hmm. in the day i believe it's just three different languages mm -hmm. which is latin right and then you have two other ones which is hebrew Mm -hmm. And I forget the other one, you know, I'm just being honest, but um, I don't remember, but they're only broken down to those three, right? So now you go back and you study scripture and for any particular scripture, certain, certain passages, you can't read them out because there's no word for it in the Hebrew, mm. right? And so that just opens up a whole lot of questions, mm -hmm. right? So like you said, how do we know which one is real, right? And so you have to look at who produces these uh, these books, right? So for me, I don't like the King James versions because it leaves out a lot of uh, a lot of uh, things out, right? I don't like the message because for me, the message uh, it's like you and I are having a conversation, mm -hmm. and it paraphrases it, so it leaves out a lot right okay um and so for me for me personally and and people have their their beliefs but for me personally it's the esv mm -hmm. for me i'm always reading off the esv and it's because um if you go into their website their their thing is like they try to get it as accurate as they can to the latin word or the hebrew word got it okay so for me that, that that's what it is um but you know like i said like everyone reads it for whatever reason uh, for their own personal reasons and like i'm not here to judge that like yeah. um and what was the second you said? The question is uh oh, how do you view spirituality versus religion do you view it as one of the same do you view it as like totally different things where uh, is that line drawn if there even is a line yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Me and Tom were actually talking about that earlier. Um, for me, I think that there has to be a balance. Um, I, I, I think for me personally, I think and, and maybe others agree with it or not. But for me, I think that um, too much of something is bad for you. Like too much of anything is too bad. It's bad for you. Um, so there has to be a balance. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, if I'm saying I'm spiritual, um, there has to be religion connected to it. Um, because for me, um, the way I view spirituality is like you're you're trying to better the spirit. You're trying to better your spirit. Uh, you're you're trying to focus on your spirit. So mm -hmm. for me, how can you focus on the spirit without focusing on the creator of the spirit? you know mm. yeah, yeah and so for me um i would say there's a balance because um religion it it's it's kind of like like you said there's a stigma to religion right and and a lot of it really has to do by the fact that um early early in the in the years uh people just misinterpreted the bible mm -hmm. and interpreted interpreted for their own gain that's why you have and and right now more than ever since since we're talking you know and since we're in a world of, of politics you know that's why you have the slave bible that's why you have uh christians quote-unquote christians who um because they couldn't interpret the bible mm -hmm. they they used it for their own greed for their own power and they created a slave bible Mm -hmm. um and and you have questions like well you know like if if god is love like why is this and this happening and it's exactly because of that because of creation you know mm -hmm. like i mentioned we all have our vices um if, if you have a following of, of thousands of people like would you want to feed them something that's going to give you money or are you going to feed them something that's going to have them go away and say like no 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 like you know uh, and and you see it now, like even with uh, the mega churches, right? Mm. How are yeah. these mega 
how are these mega churches making millions and millions of dollars and then their hometowns are still having uh poor people need mm. you know um and so for me that doesn't make sense for me it's like okay if, if the bible is preaching to love your neighbor as yourself wouldn't you rather spend some of those million dollars and back to the needy back to mm -hmm. um i guess you can say um community back to the community you know um and so for me there there has to be a balance because um like to get back to the point the slave bible right you still have people in africa who who are worshiping god you know if, if it was false for them right um they wouldn't be doing that it's actually a growing uh religion in africa mm -hmm. right christianity is um and so i think that's that's the cool thing that there has to be a balance for it because for me i believe that there there can't be one without the other i love um first of all thank you so much yeah thank you is I think you explained it so well, like you actually opened up again, like I recently, you know, um, came to Christ probably what, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I still feel like there's that like push and pull for mm -hmm. me um, and, and growing in my faith. Uh, and, you know, just everything that you touched on today, like you, you're definitely making me like, just rethink on, on how I view certain things and like my expectations of, of, of like churches now, um, things I didn't even think about, like the mega churches. Mm -hmm. I, I, I haven't even really thought about that. And, and I'm just like, wow, like that, that's true. That's the point. You made a point there. Um, but on that note, I did want to bring in our, um, our last segment as we kind of get ready to close up our, our thoughts on spirituality um, and religion is, you know, I turn this question over to both of you and then I can answer as well is, you know, how has spirituality and religion um, helped you individually, like with your well-being um, and your wellness? Like I, Antoinette, I'll actually, I'll turn it over to you, give Josh a break here. Um, and I would love to hear how has spirituality like helped you yeah definitely so like I said I think you know growing up I was never really a religious person never really in spirituality just kind of just like lived right and it wasn't until I felt like I hit rock bottom there was a lot going on in my life right went through was still in this relationship um and I had a lot of things that I had to work out with myself and um, I think at the end of the day, what drove me towards it was that I needed something to believe in. Um, but I didn't want to turn to religion because I probably didn't know enough about it in, until tonight. Cause Josh just like schooled me on all this stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I started to dig more on an independent level of spending time with myself and I got into meditation um, so meditation for the last, I don't know, five, six years has played a huge part in not only how mm -hmm. I approach the world and how I approach my interactions with people, but more importantly, with how I approach myself, with how I talk to myself, with how I think of myself, you know, figuratively and narratively. Um, and so it started with meditation um and from there it just opened up this whole world of like all the like woo woo things right so like i practice reiki i'm a tarot reader i'm into like crystals and to burning sage and incense and all those witchy things quote unquote witchy i'm not a witch i don't <laughs> think I am. i'm just, just saying just saying it <laughs> but in terms of like uh, how it contributes to like my wellness and well-being, like it plays a tremendous part, right? My overall, and, and both of you have known me for a long time, like since I first moved out here to the Bay Area, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Pam, I'm sure you could even like think back to when we met, you know, I don't know how long ago we met, like a long time, like five years ago, six years ago, seven no. years ago, eight, eight years ago. I know, we met a long time ago. <laughs> but I feel and not to like toot my own horn or anything but in reality like I feel like I am different in a sense of how I treat people 
you know, like, I will admit it, like, I was not a nice person before, because I had a lot of stuff to deal with internally, right? And I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, And I think I didn't know how to deal with it, because I didn't want to deal with it. I was such a band-aid person of like, okay, this is what's going on, but whatever, like, I'm just gonna ignore it. And vice on top of vice on top of vice. And eventually like that gets tiring and you may not consciously realize it but that shit breaks you down you know um and so I hit this point where I had to I I really felt like I had to reevaluate my life in this sense of like how I was treating people because if people weren't treating me in compassionate ways in empathetic ways I started to realize that that could possibly be a reflection of how I was treating other people Right. Like there's that saying of like what you see in other people is a reflection of you. Right. So like the faults you see in other people are the faults that you see in yourself. So sort of thing like people you surround yourself are a reflection of you. All those sayings are like completely correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if you want to talk about it in like a spiritual sense, like energy attracts energy. That's my belief. Mm-hmm. Energy attracts energy. Right. So. If you're putting bad energy out there, bad energy is going to come to you. You put out good energy, good energy is going to come out to you, right? Um, so, yeah, so in terms of, like, wellness and well-being, I meditate often. Um, a lot of it is, like, introspection. A lot of it is sitting uncomfortably with myself on decisions I've made, whether they're past or present, and addressing them full force. And, like, I'm not even going to lie, like, I... I've like cried in meditations. Like I cry almost in all of my meditations because something comes up, but it's not a bad thing, you know, but I, yeah. And aside from that, um, other things that I do for like coping with, you know, wellness or even just with like day-to-day things like dating and relationships and, you know, career, I started reading tarot more thoroughly. Um, so tarot has definitely guided me in it's definitely taught me how to look more into and, and to trust my, my intuition a lot more. Um, and the cool thing about it is like, and we'll get into tarot and all that on another episode. But the one thing that I will say that I, what, what I love about tarot, at least when I do my readings on myself, is like, it literally makes me realize things that I already know. So like if you ever gone to therapy to like a therapist, right? The job of a therapist is not for them to tell you what to do, but to have them help you realize the things that you already know. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever sat through like any therapy session, like you've probably realized a ton of stuff that you're like, oh yeah, that, that is right. But I knew that already. But sometimes we just need to be told that. Yeah. Sometimes we need to be reminded, right? Like we're very stubborn. I'm very stubborn, so I. I'll preach all this stuff, like, even, like, when I do, like, tarot readings and, and, and meditations, I'll preach all this stuff to, like, clients, but, like, when I'm going through it, I, sometimes I'm, like, I can't even listen to my own advice, because I'm that stubborn, so mm-hmm. when I'm really grounded, and I'm, you know, in the zone of doing a tarot reading, or in a zone of doing a meditation, or even practicing Reiki, um, they're like little trickles of like reminders to to myself from myself of like how to heal, how to move on and how to just like ground down. Um, so yeah, like that's, that's how I've been incorporating it into my day to day for the last couple of years. And I think this last year I finally hit this milestone of where I'm actually open about it. Cause for a long time, like I just didn't talk about it. Like I think people knew that I was into meditation, but they didn't know that I was, like, into meditation, you know? Or, like, they knew that I was into, like, crystals and stuff, but, like, they didn't know that I was, like, into, like, energy healing and tarot and all that stuff. So I think I'm finally at a point where I feel more um, secure, with, like, so secure with it because I've seen how it's contributed and helped me with my life that I'm like so willing to share with anyone who's willing to like accept and ask about it, you know? Yeah. And, and I just, just hearing you talk just gives me like all these flashbacks of like (laughs) like, the person you were like when we met to the person you are right now. 
regardless, I've always thought that you were a great person. Um, you obviously like you had things that you had to go through and until you become the person you are right now. And I can honestly just say, I think you have become such a beautiful person. And I like, I love that you're my best friend. I love that we're doing this podcast together. And I could just say that, like, keep doing what you're doing, right? Because it's, it's working for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that. So thank you so thank much you. for sharing. You're welcome. Love you always. Um, <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, how has, you know, like, religion, like your Christianity, like, tied into yeah. well, your, your wellness and, and your well-being? Um, that is a great question. Um, as of now, what's crazy about that is the fact that as of right now, like, I'm not going to church. I'm not, um, reading the Bible as, as some people would say, like, who who are heavily into it. Um, but I don't think that that, that writes you off as a, as a believer, I guess you can say. Um, but for me, um, the cool thing about that is the fact that there's always room for for grace. There's always room for growth, um, and that's the beautiful thing about uh, religion and spirituality is is the fact that, um, like I mentioned before, like for me, if if I believe in who God is, like I believe that what He says is true. So, um, if if Jesus died for that, like I don't have to be reading my Bible twenty four seven, you know. Um, but at the same time, it, it doesn't give me the excuse to not pick it up and read it. Um, but things I do try to do and things that it has helped me with, uh, I would say just exactly how, how you mentioned is just uh, being able to just love on people. Mm. Just just being able to, mm-hmm. to just, I, I think for me, the, the one thing and and you can you can tell me if I'm wrong, honey. Um, <laughs> I think the one thing that it's made me more aware is is just saying like if if the person next I guess the the way I'm viewing it now is like any encounter that I have with people that person is made in the image of God hmm. right uh, bad good evil whether or not that person I do not know them but they are a reflection of the image of God and so for me it's like how do I make that interaction, that connection, purposeful. Mm. Am I just going to ask, you know, questions that are going to be like, "Eh, I'm having a bad day, let me just write you off and, you know, or am I going to ask them real heartfelt questions, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, I I feel like um, religion and spirituality have opened up that for me. Is, is having a, a more meaningful conversation and asking the harder questions. It's that because, compassion, I think, right? Like it comes down I, I to, think, com- I think to so. compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. Because um, I really do believe that, I mean, we'll, we'll have friends who, who, like, you see it all the time, like in, in mm-hmm. quotes, like you never know what they're going through, you know? Oh, and, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and so... For me, when when I think of loving my neighbor as myself, I'm thinking, well, like there's things that I go through I never speak about, mm-hmm. you know, like okay, let me let me ask some of these questions and say like, what are you going through right now, you know? And and the cool thing is that you you get to see people uh, open up in their brokenness, and and for me, I feel like that's where it's at because you you start having these these relationships that continue to grow five to ten years from now and and for me I guess the most wonderful thing is being able to have those same people reach out to me maybe 10 years later and say like hey like this is how you changed my life and I'm just like no way like really because of this conversation and and I think it's a beautiful thing yeah and so for me like like I said I I just feel like I have more freedom now um Mm -hmm. and and I'm just enjoying it that's all it is. My heart. That is my gosh. Yeah. No, I I love how you said that. Like, I have more freedom now. And that is something that I could like, completely 100% agree and like align with you on is, I think once you start to look at the world, regardless of where you are, what situation you're in, right? 
if you start to, to look at everything with compassion and empathy, it's almost like a movie that's in black and white that turns into full blown color, you mm -hmm. know, because you start to not just like look at things from a surface level, but you want to dig deeper to realize that like, you know, everyone is on their own journey. Yeah. And, you know, like at the end of the day, and this is going to sound like a, like an Instagram quote, <laughs> but like okay. at, at, at the end of the day, everyone walking around is hurt. Mm -hmm. Everyone walking around is sad. Everyone walking around has trauma. Mm -hmm. We just handle it differently. Yeah. We show it differently, mm -hmm. right? We, we cover it differently. We heal differently. And I think, you know, and, and that's, is actually like, I love this conversation because it ties down into like the name of our podcast. Like this is such a like conversation that's being driven about values of empathy, <laughs> which yeah. is like something that I've adopted and I'm trying to be more empathetic with people's journeys and the way that I connect with people, yeah. um, you know? And so, yeah, thank you for sharing that. This is, this is great. Can I, um, how about you, Cam? I know. What's up? Yeah. Um, so because I, I know you're probably going to get like different viewers and stuff and, For sure. and maybe there's there's some people who who are christians and so on and uh i i just want to speak to those people because sometimes like like you said before like christians have a stigma and and i believe that one of those stigmas is that they can judge people so badly um, <laughs> I, I really do i see it all the time i see it all the time um and and it's just so it's so funny to me because i bet you that even even right now like um in this podcast you'll probably get that one christian who's going to be like oh that's not what it says here that's not whatever this is and that it's all good though it's all good yeah. <laughs> and uh, i just want to remind them that that if god can use a donkey to um restore paul's faith like he can use a podcast he can use a conversation between someone who doesn't believe in the same things we do you know um and and the outcome is still the same like um like like you said earlier you're all like oh i'm not a witch type thing and like yeah for sure you're not like i i really do believe that you're just using your your gifts for the good you know yeah and and just like anything there's good there's evil and yeah like that's all wow just mm. wow <laughs> um <laughs> thank you for uh sharing that um what about you pam um in terms of how like spirituality religion and all that has tied into your wellness i know that you're really big on like personal development like i think that's something that you and i share yeah um is like our like affinity for wellness and well-being and just personal growth and development so how do you use religion spirituality whatever you want to refer to or both towards that i honestly use use both and um i'll kind of explain why so i've like i mentioned earlier like we've we've all gone through shit like we've all you know overcame a lot too as we get older like we overcome things at least hopefully i hope that you all do um and at least for me how i've used it is you know there was one point in time where i just feel like i just wanted to give up like it was just i it's just so hard being who i am and, and living where i'm living and dealing with what i'm dealing with but at the same time i had to dig deeper in myself and again that also brought me into religion um and then like you and your spiritual journey which also opened up another segue for me to kind of seek um and have understanding of others and i think that with me i believe that there's so much power in, in prayer right like i said earlier like i i see god for myself like when i when i pray um i have that moment where i pray for you know things to be changed within myself. Um, I also journal. I love journaling. Mm -hmm. I've been journaling since mm -hmm. I have been in junior high. Um, and that started because I felt like I didn't have a voice mm -hmm. um, to the point where today it's just like, I'm going to say what I want to say. And I, I don't care what anyone thinks or says. And, and mind you, at times I still question that. But then at the same time, I'm never going to be who I am intended to be if I don't put myself out there. 
right? So um, there's that. I also believe in meditation as well. I think being able to relax your mind and just not think of nothing, because for me, when I'm stressed, I'm stressed. I stress about everything. Things that yeah, you I do. didn't even like stress about. I even stress about other people's problems because I care about them so much, right? Oh. Um, and, and, and I know at, at times that's not really a great thing, but that just goes to show how big my heart is for people. And I, again, it, it all comes from having the, the sickness of understanding, you know? And um, even with that, like, like I said, I, I believe in, in meditation. I believe in, like, that's something I, I'm learning how to do. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to stop my mind from going in places where they don't need to be, right? Um, and I also pray on it. Right? I, I talk to God mm -hmm. about it. Um, whatever he puts on my heart, I do. Um, and I listen. If there's someone that's on my heart that I need to reach out to or connect with, I do. Um, you know? And, yeah, I think that played a huge part into the person that, that I am. Like, I've always been the person that has been very empathetic, very open, very understanding. I feel like I need to be because if I, if, if I don't, I'm not being me. Right? Um, you tested this in like certain situations that we've gone through you know with one another that um that's a part of me that shines through the most mm -hmm. being super understanding or at least trying to be um mm -hmm. so and that is like such an understatement can i just say like <laughs> and I'm, I'm i'm sure we'll like talk about this you know in in, in a later episode but you know for as long as pam and i have known each other i mean we hit it off you know, the, the moment we met at like a job interview and <laughs> we've gone through a lot of shit together. Like I've gone through a lot of shit in a matter of like even the last three years and she's always been there. And even though, you know, there was a moment where like me and her didn't talk for like a year and a half, but at, at the end of the day, like she's probably like the most understanding person that I have that, that I have in my life, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it is, oh God, like I'm, I'm gonna cry. Oh my God, no, like you can't like show this video because like I'm about to cry. I'm about to cry. This we're having a girl moment, so please just just let us have it. Um, but <laughs> like I remember, uh, within the last year, yeah, like within the last year, like I was like telling my mom, like yeah, like I reached out to Pam again, and you know I'm gonna sit down with her and. The people that I told that I reached, like, that I told in my life, you know, like, hey, like, I'm going to reach out to Pam. And I'm like, I, I think it's time for us to talk. I, I think it's time. Right. They're like, everyone would ask me, like, well, like, do you think she's going to be receptive or do you think she's going to, like, pop off on you? And, like, a part of me was, like, scared because I was like, fuck, what if she pops off on me? Like, I deserve it. <laughs> right. But then. I knew that there was always a part of me that was like, no, like she, she's not like that. Cause like, no matter what has like, we have gone through. And like I said, we've gone through some stuff. Like she's always been that one friend that I know will always be there regardless of where, where we stood, you know? And she's, she's my only friend that I could say that about because yeah, like that, that's like, if, yeah, like we'll, we'll leave it at that. But so yeah, so you do have a good heart. Like you are one of the most compassionate and like driven people that I know. And, you know, I've seen you go through a lot. I've seen you grow um, from like when I first met you and. <sighs> who was that girl? I don't even know. I can't even call who that was. <laughs> I, I think about that too. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, like me and like Josh first met, I was like, I was not okay. Like, <laughs> 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 All right, you guys. So we're on to our last segment, our newest segment that we'll probably be doing for the next couple weeks. Um, as Pam explained earlier, we're going to be doing these cards. They're called Ant Cards by uh, this company called Skin Deep. Um, if you've never played them, uh, I encourage that you look them up. So put it into the Google um, and look it up. It's definitely a trip. Uh, we played it for the first time together, maybe about a month or two ago. And um, they just really dive deep. Like It's a good way to get to know the people that you love on a vulnerable level. 
um, expect to cry, expect to laugh, expect to be uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, so I think we're going to have Josh pull a card. Is that right, Pam? Yes, he's going to shuffle and pull a card for us, and then we'll answer. Oh, let's <laughs> see what it says. <laughs> All right, first question. It says, how do you hope our relationship would change in the next 10 years? Ooh, Pam, you could go. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So how do you hope our relationship would change in the next 10 years? Um, I hope that in the next 10 years, you know, we're both married, we both have kids. Um, they're they're also going to be friends. I've already anticipated oh, that. Already. I'm putting that out there. They're going to be friends. Um, <laughs> uh, I also hope that, like, you know, we climb to the top of the top of, like, our in our careers, right? Whatever that is, whatever our end point is, um, I, I hope that we're up there within the next few years. And that I hope that our relationship is just stronger. Like, I think that, like you said earlier, um, we like reconnected, you know, um, after having not talked for like a year and a half. Um, and I honestly feel like our relationship has changed. And I feel like over the next 10 years, it, it's gonna like your favorite word manifest. It's going to grow. Like I'm already putting it out there because this is what I want. Like I want it to be like stronger, tighter, like to the point where we, we could already tell each other anything. Um, but I want that to even go even deeper, whatever that means, whatever that looks like and sounds like, um, that's what I want. I also want you to, um, get to know my family more. Um, so hopefully mm -hmm. when we bring on the moms, um, you get to know my mom more, uh, cause I think that's going to give you a level, another deeper level of understanding me. Um, yeah, so that, that's what I, I, I hope our relationship is like in the next 10 years. And we all still going to be bad as F, so. Oh, boy. Man, <laughs> 10 years, like, it seems really far, but in reality, it's not, you know? Like, I feel like, how, how old am I? I'm, I'm, I'm 32, right? So from the ages of 22 to now, like, I feel like it, it flew by really quick. Um, I still feel like I'm 25 sometimes. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. You look young, so I don't Sometimes I feel like I'm 25. Sometimes I feel like I'm, like, 65. It depends <laughs> on the day. <laughs> it depends on what I'm going through. Just kidding. Um, okay, yeah, so 10 years from now. So, like, I'll be 42. Um, damn. Well, I think, you know, I, I hope. I shouldn't say I think, you know. I hope between the actual like energy between both of us. I hope that we're closer. Like I know that we're really close right now, but I feel like for me, at least there's like a lot of stuff like, you know, but there's like a lot of stuff that you don't know, not because you don't like, not, not because I don't want to share it with you, but just because like, I don't want to share it with anybody yet, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that, that level of like vulnerability slowly opens up and, um, I know over time it will just because like, you know, l l like any budding friendship things, you know, pro progressively grow and, and, and open up. And, um, I hope that, you know, eventually you'll, you'll be able to know me from all layers and not just like the first like hundred that you already know, like, you know, cause <laughs> I have like thousands of layers to myself. Um, but yeah, and then in terms of us, like, individually, like, again, like, I already know, like, you and I both share this drive for life on just, like, we always want to keep going, we always want to keep growing and um, bettering ourselves and, you know, helping the people around us and loving and just always, just, just always moving, right? And um, I don't think that's ever going to change. If anything, I think that's, that's what I'm most excited about is to kind of see where we end up even in like two years right like I want to see where we are now versus where we are in two years and then where we are in, in six years and eight years and ten years and, and so on and yeah so I I think we'll still be friends like I said like you're probably like one of my longest known friends to be honest like I 
I lived a very different life like a couple of years ago. So there's a lot of people that <laughs> I don't talk to anymore. But uh, you're like one of my longest friends. And that's something that I really cherish. And um, yeah. Aww, I yeah. Love you guys see these cards? Get these cards, man. Like if you if you don't believe us, go onto their Instagram. Um, go to the skin uh, or the yeah, skin deep. Skin deep. And take a look at their cards, man. Like there's so many more. There's some that's coming out. Um, there's even like, you know, self-reflection, right? Self-care ones. Um, I think so there's ones for like couples as well, right? For like yeah. couples. There's even like a dating one. Like I think you shared like the deck that you could take on a like a first date. Like, yes. First of all. I ain't never going to do one of those cards on a first date. Like <laughs> The other person brings it. You don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, again, much gratitude to Josh and to all of our listeners for tuning in to our second episode. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the audio quality is a lot better. Like I know the first episode was kind of, was a little funky, but we're, we're still trying to work through it. Um, so yeah, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at empathyandcoffee.podcast. And let us know what you want to hear on future episodes. Thanks, thank guys, so much. And thank you, honey, for joining us. Um, yeah. Peace. <laughs>